Welcome to Zenly Organized, a podcast that explores concrete ways to better organize yourself so you can live a fulfilling, meaningful, and zen life. In short, the life you truly want and deserve. My name is Sarah, and here I talk about productivity tips, minimalism, goal setting, habit formation, personal development, self-care, and much more. Don't forget to subscribe or miss a new episode and go to zenlyorganized.com to find episode transcripts, downloadable worksheets, and more tips. Now, sit comfortably, grab a drink, and get ready to change your life for the better. Hello, Zen Organizers. I hope you're well. Uh, I don't know about you, but the last couple of weeks have been a bit hard for me, as they always are in January and February. Uh, I always have kind of a big energy drop and also motivation drop uh, during this period. And so lately I've been procrastinating a bit more than usual. <laughs> and I know I'm not the only one. Um, I've had a, I've made a few polls on Instagram and also like talking to my friends and my family. Um, many people are suffering from that. And I mean, it's normal also considering the global situation. So I thought, why not make an episode about procrastination? I mean, it's something we we all do from time to time and it's something most people struggle with. So here it is. Um, <laughs> I, in this episode, we'll talk about procrastination, what it is, what it's not, um, its impact, both negative and positive, because there are some positive uh, impacts of procrastination and also uh, its causes and most importantly how to overcome it. So let's start with the definition of procrastination. Despite the common belief, procrastination doesn't equal doing nothing. On the contrary, when you procrastinate you do things but not the ones you should be doing and <laughs> that's the problem. Um, for example, you procrastinate when instead of writing your very important essay or paper or report, um, you sort your mails, you clean up your desk, you edit another report or paper that isn't as urgent as the one you should be working on, uh, you talk maybe to your colleague about an upcoming project that here again isn't as urgent uh, or important as the report. So, you know, the day ends and you haven't written anything. You've done a lot of things, but not the one you should have been doing. Uh, another example is, uh, for example, you have to book a doctor's appointment for an important checkup. You know, there's something a bit weird and your doctor wants you to get it checked. Um, but instead of calling for that appointment, you just clean up your house, maybe you call your mom, <laughs> you sort your socks by color, <laughs> you mow the lawn, you know, you do everything but calling your doctor. In both situations, the other tasks probably had to be done as well. I mean, you know, you have to mow the lawn at some point, uh, maybe you needed ideas for that upcoming project you were talking uh, to your colleague about, you know, I'm not saying the other tasks were not important, but they weren't as important or as urgent as writing the report or booking the appointment um, with your doctor, okay? So use the other tasks as excuses to delay or postpone the tackling of the truly significant, important, urgent task. And that's exactly what procrastination is. It's the action of delaying or postponing something. Now, as you can imagine, and probably know from your own experience with procrastination, delaying tasks too much can have consequences. 
um, let's start with first the psychological uh, impacts of procrastination. So um, obviously, the more you delay something, the more you increase your stress, your anxiety, and maybe even your uh, feeling of guilt, you know, especially as the deadline approaches, because you just like spent all these days doing everything except what you had to do. So you feel more stressed because you have less time to do what you have to do. And maybe you feel guilty because you did things that weren't useful or as useful. So this, when you kind of feel this, um, well, maybe it's time to stop procrastinating. (laughs) Uh, I mean, especially because all these symptoms can also eventually lead to insomnia. You know, the more you're stressed or anxious or feel guilty about something, well, the most likely your subconscious is to kind of remind you (laughs) at night. And so this could lead to insomnia. And uh, I've also discovered, but it's not, I mean, when I think about it, it's not so... Um, surprising, uh, procrastination has also been linked to depression, low self-esteem, irrational behavior, and even unhappiness. Um, I'll put all the sources in the article, uh, in the episode transcript on the blog, so if you want to know more about it, you can go and check it out at zenlyorganized.com. So, I mean, as you can see, uh, procrastination has quite important impacts on your uh, psychological well-being. So um, really be careful. It is something that can have important consequences on that um, area of your life. Um, Another negative impact of procrastination is its effect on the achievement of your goals, obviously. (laughs) The more you procrastinate, the less likely you are to reach them because the more you postpone doing some important tasks, and the less they get done. (laughs) So in case you need a reality check, here's one. You actually have to work on your goals to achieve them. You know, they won't get done by themselves. So um, if you don't do uh, anything, well, uh, to achieve your goals, you won't get closer to achieving them. Um, So, I mean, be careful because procrastination can stand in the way of your dream life. Uh, So let's not be too complacent about it. I mean, Everybody procrastinates. I just told you (laughs) I've been procrastinating lately. So, I mean, everybody procrastinates. It's totally normal, but um, it it don't just make sure it doesn't hinder your your dream life and doesn't hinder your goals, because that's when procrastination gets really bad. I mean, it's normal to procrastinate maybe for a day or two on something and we'll see it can have some benefits, but don't procrastinate too much otherwise your life will just pass you by and you won't get what you want to get done done oh my gosh this sentence does it make sense (laughs) i hope so (laughs) um and then finally procrastination can also lead to disastrous consequences because you know some deadlines cannot be postponed Uh, for example you can get into serious trouble with the government which is not something you should take lightly (laughs) if you delay the submission of your tax report past its due date, okay? So, I mean, nobody likes doing their tax report, but it has to get done and it has to get done on time. Otherwise, there are some consequences. Um, The same, if you study, for example, and you overly postpone the study of your final exam or the writing of your final essay, for example... Well, you risk failing your class, and that's not something you want. <laughs> so uh, don't don't delay it too much. 
get it done. The same goes for work, you know, um, if you miss an important deadline at work, uh, you can risk dismissal. And this means like not having an income and maybe not being able to pay your bills and everything. So be careful about what you procrastinate on. <laughs> okay. We all procrastinate on cleaning our house and until like our house doesn't get filthy, it's not a big deal, but don't procrastinate too much on important things. I'm telling you this because now we'll see some of the positive aspects procrastination can have, but it doesn't mean you should use these uh, positive impacts to justify every case of procrastination, okay? As I mentioned already a few times, I think, <laughs> we all procrastinate now and then, and it's sometimes, you know, it, it does have some benefits and it's okay. But you should be aware of what triggers procrastination in you and also be able to identify when you're procrastinating. Because this way, you'll do it consciously and not in a kind of default mode, okay? Uh, the more mindful you are about how and when you procrastinate, the less likely you'll have negative impacts on your life, okay? And also, you really don't want to become a, cro a chronic procrastinator because it can lead to very serious problems. Like, even you have to go to a psychologist or maybe even a worse, <laughs> okay? So um, just be careful of when you procrastinate, why you do it. And, you know, it's okay. Sometimes I procrastinate. I'm like, you know what, Sarah? It's fine. You can procrastinate now. It's, you know, it's justified or it's not as bad. But if you like see that you tend to do this regularly or that you pro tend to procrastinate more and more on many things then maybe you need some um, help, okay? So if this is your case, I really recommend going to the doctor or a psychologist or talking about it to someone because it might be a bit more serious, okay? So that's because <laughs> I'm, just, I'm about to talk about some of the benefits of procrastination, but this doesn't mean you have to uh, justify procrastination all the time, just to be clear. Okay, so um, you've probably rarely heard of the benefits of procrastination because it's usually demonized and, cons and considered an enemy of productivity. Uh, but as with anything, um, it has its advantages. You know, last episode, I talked about also the uh, advantages of multitasking and cognitive switching, which once again are usually demonized and not really, um, and we don't really hear about their uh, there are advantages, but, you know, everything has some advantages advantages and disadvantages in life. So here again, procrastination, the same, has some advantages. Still, okay, I will rem repeat myself a bit here. Um, don't take these advantages as a free pass to wallow in your procrastination, okay? It has some benefits, if you consciously choose in which instances you can procrastinate, uh, but not always, okay? Um, when you see that procrastination is not leading you anywhere and it's like getting worse or leading towards negative impacts, try to overcome it as quickly as possible. And don't worry, in a few minutes, I'll give you some tips to do that, okay? So to overcome your procrastination. But now let's start with the benefits. Okay, um, so the first benefit is linked to the Parkinson's law. 
I don't know if you've ever heard about it. It's one of the main time laws and it's one of my personal favorites um, because it helps really, it really helps um, see time differently. So it states uh, that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. Okay, so if you have one week to complete an assignment, for example, you'll probably take the whole week, even though you could complete it in less time. Uh, but if you put it off for a few days, you know, procrastinating, <laughs> and end up having only two days to complete it, you'll hopefully, okay, I hope so, <laughs> uh, finish it within these two days. Um, so because, as the law states, the more time you have, the more time you'll use to complete the task, the less time you have, the less time you'll need to complete it. So, uh, as a result, procrastination could help you lose less time on a task and make you more efficient, because it reduces the time you have to accomplish it. Of course, there's a downside to that um, because it's a bit of a more stressful way to work, uh, and it's also a bit uh, risky because you risk to be unable because you can you could uh, be unable to complete the task on time. So it's really important you make sure that you procrastinate, and <laughs> if you procrastinate, like you, that you stop procrastinating with enough time to complete the task um, so uh, also like another tip for that is plan a buffer period in, in case something unexpected happens because you know unexpected things happen all the time <laughs> you've ever heard of the murphy's law that's another law <laughs> yeah i recommend checking out you know i really really wouldn't want to be blamed for a missed deadline <laughs> Uh, and of course, um, if you have less time to do something, then another advantage procrastination can have is that it helps you focus only on the essential tasks and eliminate the useless ones, okay? Because, of course, the more time you have to do something, the more you'll work on it and kind of risk adding non-essential tasks or elements to it. So when you have less time to do something, you tend to go straight to the point and focus only on what's truly needed, Especially if you're really close to the deadline and, um, yeah, like, you, you're stressed and everything, so you kind of just focus on what's needed and you leave the rest, so this makes you more efficient. Um, also, you know, because uh, when you procrastinate, when you delay something too much, then, as I mentioned you have to kind of do it really quickly and kind of under pressure. So uh, another advantage that could be related to procrastination is that um, it helps you hone your capacity to work under pressure. <laughs> and this is a skill that is required in many jobs nowadays. So it can be an advantage to know how to work under pressure. Um, I mean, it's like many jobs require it, but it doesn't mean it's good for you or healthy or anything. So, you know, um, take this with a, a bit of salt. <laughs> it's an advantage, but don't do that too much because working under pressure can lead to other consequences, like negative ones. So, um, yeah, don't procrastinate too much just because you want to practice working under pressure. <laughs> 
Um, finally, uh, the other advantage I found about procrastination is that it can give you more time to explore your ideas. Sometimes, um, especially for like creative tasks or projects, you know, you don't necessarily have all the inspiration or uh, all the ideas needed right away. So if you delay a bit um, the completion of this task or project, then it gives you more time to think about it and come up with new ideas. You know, um, your subconscious mind works even if you don't work actively on something. So maybe if you delay for a few days, you'll, your brain will kind of still work on the project or the task, come up with ideas. And so in a few days, it might actually be more productive to wait because you'll have had more ideas and better ones. Now we're getting to the core of this episode, uh, which is the part about the common causes of procrastination and also uh, tips to overcome procrastination. So as I already mentioned various times, <laughs> don't feel too bad about procrastinating, okay? Everybody does it and um, it's normal. Uh, and as we just saw, it can have some benefits, okay? So don't feel too guilty about it, even though it like you should try to overcome it when you see that you're procrastinating <laughs> because it can lead to consequences. And I mean, also, it's just like you're not focusing on what's important in your life. So this is not good. You should try to live your life as mindfully and as purposefully as possible. And procrastination kind of hinders that. So when you see that you're procrastinating, try to overcome it. Now you might be asking, yes, I know that, Sarah, but how do I do that? <laughs> um, so to overcome procrastination, you have to know the cause or causes, because there might be more than one, um, that causes you to want to delay or postpone a given task. Um, and for each kind of reason, um, there is a different way to overcome procrastination. So for each of the causes that I'll link, well, that I'll link, no, that I'll talk about, <laughs> um, I'll give you also some tips. And then after that, I'll give also some kind of general tips for procrastination in general. So um, the one of the most common causes of procrastination is fear. Uh, you might fear the negative and or uh, the positive consequences that could arise from tackling a task. For example, um, if you're looking for a new job, you might delay sending out resumes because you're afraid you'll be rejected and won't find a new job. So you might be afraid of like the negative consequences of sending out resumes. But you could also be worried about getting a new job and maybe even your your dream job, you know, that's also kind of scary. So that um, would mean that you could also be uh, af like afraid of the positive consequences of tackling this task. Um, and for example, this is something that happens to me <laughs> uh, every single time I look for a new job. Okay, so either I'm afraid of the negative or the positive consequences, most of the time both. <laughs> um, and so when and whenever like I decide that I want to change jobs, um, I kind of have this like uh, for the first few days, I don't send out anything because I'm just kind of afraid of the result. Uh, I'm afraid nobody will contact me, uh, but I'm also afraid maybe I will find like a much better job and then I'll have 
to leave this one, you know, even if you don't like your job or want to go somewhere else or some any reason, you might still, you know, enjoy some of the parts and it, it's still kind of a challenge to change jobs and everything. So, you know, you might also be uh, afraid of getting the new job, actually. <laughs> so um, what do you do when you are like, you have like a fear-based procrastination? So the first thing is to admit to yourself that you are afraid, okay? So try to find out if there is an underlying fear uh, and then analyze it. That's the first, like, I th- I feel like that's the easiest way, okay? So uh, ask yourself, am I afraid of tackling this task? Why? W- what's that fear, you know? And is this fear justified? Um, what's the worst thing that could happen if I tackle the task? What's the best thing? Is it worth postponing this task or is it just like creating more problems? So just kind of ask yourself these kinds of questions and try to analyze the fear. And usually when you are afraid of something, just like putting a name on it already helps to break the fear and kind of get over it. And then if you analyze and then see that your fear is not really rational, then that will also help. And usually for, for me, this works really well. Like wh- once I admit I ha- I'm afraid of something uh, and that's why I'm procrastinating, then it kind of breaks the procrastination cycle and then I get into the action and I get things done. Um, another um, cause of procrastination, which is kind of a bit linked to f- fear, is self-doubt. Okay, so self-doubt and also your limiting beliefs. Um, that could prevent you from completing a task. Um, so here again, uh, try to analyze your negative th- the negative thoughts that come to your mind when you think about the task you have to accomplish. Um, maybe you have negative thoughts like, I'm not good enough to complete it, or I don't have enough experience or knowledge, I don't have enough time to do it, okay? Any kind of negative thought that comes to your mind when you think about that, that um, task, try to examine it and or them because maybe you have more than one and determine whether um, they are objectively true or not. Okay, usually negative thoughts or limiting beliefs are not objective and if you analyze them, you kind of see that they're not founded on anything. Um, Another tip to overcome... um, limiting beliefs is to think about everything you've accomplished in your life so far. I mean, everybody has accomplished so much, has overcome so many, um, like obstacles and problems. And so you probably are able to do that task. You're probably very capable (laughs) of handling it. So, um, you know, just try to think about that. Try to see if the thoughts are objectively, uh, objectively true. If, you have maybe already accomplished something similar and you'll see you probably will realize that these thoughts are not true and (laughs) that will help you break once again the cycle of procrastination and get the task done. Um, I've also written like an already quite in-depth article on overcoming limiting beliefs. Uh, I'll put the link in the episode transcript um, so you can go and see that. That's why I'm not like going too much into the detail because I've already written an article on that and maybe I'll do another episode on that. So 
we'll see. <laughs> um, another cause of procrastination is the lack of motivation. So, you know, we would all prefer to do things we genuinely, genuinely like, um, but it's not always possible. <laughs> so even like when you have a great job or you're working on a great project that really motivates you and that you love, there are always a few tasks that don't excite you. You know, it's normal. <laughs> not everything can be super exciting and super fun. Um, so when you procrastinate on a task and that and you like you understand that it's because it doesn't motivate you um what my first tip would be is to try to put things into perspective okay this one task as boring and unmotivating as it can be i mean it's what what would it help you achieve you know what's the greater objective or project it will allow you to accomplish try not to focus on this single mundane task but try to link it to its higher purpose okay um you'll see that will kind of be a bit more motivating to think about like you know maybe you want to um get your bachelor's degree or maybe you're doing this because you want this promotion or maybe because you want to build your business you know so um maybe this single task is not motivating but the bigger picture the bigger project is so try to focus on that instead of like this small task um of course uh, to do that you know to think about the big picture <laughs> you have to have a bigger picture you know you have to have a clear vision for your life and specific goals and everything so if it's not the case um i suggest you start doing that before kind of tackling the task. Just sit down and try to uh, think about what this task helps you accomplish and if it helps you accomplish something important for you or, you know, that you have to do sometimes. <laughs> um, because, you know, if you don't have kind of a defined direction in your life um, or defined goals, it's kind of hard to be motivated by anything. So um, to help you with that, you can just listen to my first episode, which was about um, defining your vision, your priorities, your goals, etc. And um, there's also the article and also a workbook to help you with that. So I'll also put the link in the episode transcript, which I remind you, you can find at zenlyorganized.com. Um, finally, another way to boost your motivation is with rewards. This one is kind of a classic. You probably know it already. So uh, if you're not motivated by something, try to promise, like to promise yourself something enjoyable if you complete the task. Uh, might be, uh, maybe it's like a fun activity, like going to the restaurant or new restaurant, or I don't know, like going to laser tag <laughs> or whatever you, you like to do. Um, it can be maybe an object, you know, if you've been wanting to buy uh, a new cell phone or a new purse or a new whatever, uh, then maybe you can use this as a reward uh, to motivate you to complete the task. This works really well when like the task is really, really, really boring and there's like even, even the bigger purpose <laughs> doesn't motivate you, then maybe kind of a, like a like a closer or like a, a quicker reward will help you get uh, be motivated 
So lack of energy is another cause for procrastination. Okay, so despite what our society tries to make us believe, we're cyclical beings. Okay, it means that um, we have a, a fluctuating energy. We don't, we're not linear. So it's normal that even within the day or like over longer periods, such as weeks or months, we have kind of different energy levels. Um, so it's normal to have moments where you have less energy to tackle harder tasks. Uh, and that's, for example, what's been happening to me in the past few weeks. Uh, I've had like a big energy drop. Uh, I'm really tired. I'm having a hard time to sleep, you know, so uh, it's hard to be motivated or to have the energy to tackle anything if you don't have energy yourself. So, you know, so um, in the past few weeks, I've been procrastinating more than usual because I'm tired and I don't have the energy to do things that are not super important or urgent, okay? I'm still trying to focus on that, so that's why, for example, I'm doing this episode, <laughs> even if I've postponed it for, like, until the end, like, the episode is supposed to be, to air tomorrow, and I'm recording it today, <laughs> so, you know, I've postponed it for a bit, <laughs> but I'm still doing it, because it's important uh, for me, and um, so I've decided to do that, but, you know, like, it happens, so don't be too hard on yourself, um, especially, like, I think this one, the lack of energy, if you procrastinate because of that, be very careful, because it means that your body needs to relax, to slow down, okay, it, it needs to rest, so be very careful about that, and try, I know it's not always possible, but try as much as possible to, um, to relax, you know, to do less, to do only what's really important, and drop all the rest, okay, try to strip down your to-do list to the bare minimum, and really, really make a priority, like, to make it a priority to uh, rest and recharge your batteries. You have to take good care of yourself because if you don't, you might like get things done now, but then you'll maybe get exhausted or suffer from a burnout or worse, you know? So this is really important. If you procrastinate because you don't have energy and you know that's the cause, take a few days of rest if you can maybe take a few days off and just like completely relax recharge your batteries and you'll see after it'll be much easier to overcome procrastination so you know i feel you <laughs> if you're feeling this way as well just it's normal i think in the winter it's normal and uh, yeah just take good care of yourself and okay now uh, this is the last <laughs> cause of procrastination which is a feeling of overwhelmingness. Um, I've like this is something I also kind of suffer from uh, a lot. So when um, I have like to start a big project or a big, I have a big goal and everything. At first, the amount of work seems so big and you know undefined. It's just like you know, for example, start a podcast. It seems just like such a big entity <laughs> that is not. It's so big and. It's really hard kind of to to see it for like all the small steps it is that it's, it just gets overwhelming, you know, and you just feel kind of discouraged and paralyzed because it just seems too much. You don't know where to start, so you don't do anything and you just kind of postpone 
eternally <laughs> the tasks you have to do. So uh, to fight that, um, the first thing to do is to deconstruct all the tasks, like, oh, sorry, all the project or the goal into the smallest possible tasks. Um, so this means like write down every single task you have to accomplish to achieve the goal or finish the project. Um, like go into really deep, like here, don't hesitate to go into the details because it will really help you um, understand what you have to do and kind of trace, like blaze the trail <laughs> um, for towards the achievement of your goal or project. Once you have the tasks uh, defined, then set deadlines to complete them and schedule all the tasks in your like in your in your planner or in your Google Calendar or whatever, um, because uh, this way uh, you have kind of steps and it will help you break the procrastination cycle to know that you have to get some things done within a certain amount of time. Um, and also, like by doing this, the listing of tasks and then the scheduling, it will really help you realize that what like used to be an overwhelming, undefined entity is simply composed of small, action, uh, actionable, and achievable tasks that are easily, um, like that you can easily uh, tackle individually. You know, it's kind of small actions that together make these big projects but individually they're so easy and you can tackle them you know so that's that will really really help you get like a clear course of action and also like reduce the overwhelmingness because you'll know like oh I can complete each of these single tasks individually and then you know like eventually the, the bulk of these tasks will lead me to uh, the goal okay so it just kind of um, reduces the uncertainty and kind of the undefined undefinitiveness oh gosh I don't know if that's a word <laughs> of um, of the project or goal and also um, it it also gives you like the first step you know you know what's the first task you have to do so you can start working on the project and therefore break the procrastination cycle um, after that, you know, you just have to get started, <laughs> which is easier said than done. I know, uh, because starting is usually the hardest part, you know, like getting started, it's kind of, you have to kind of break a mental wall or something. Um, so here, another tip I have for that is just like sit down or take whatever position required <laughs> to tackle this first task and, uh, get rid of all distractions and set your timer for like five minutes or more or less, as you wish, but five minutes is kind of a good time, um, and then work on that first task, okay? Like, this way you'll get started, you'll have stopped procrastinating, and spoiler alert, you'll probably end up working more than five minutes on this on the task, because once you get started, it just kind of get in the flow, and it just gets easy to, to go on, yeah? And I mean, even if you don't uh, work more than five minutes on the project, no big deal. At least you've stopped procrastinating and started working on the project. So that's already like really good. And just to illustrate a bit this, um, I wanted to share with you like how it was when I first decided to start this podcast. Um, so 
as I mentioned, like the, it seemed like just like a big project with so many things to be done, but I didn't know where to start. And like, there were so many things that I was like, oh my gosh, what's the first one? You know, what's, what should I do first? And oh my gosh, like it seemed just like so overwhelming. But then, um, so yeah, like I just kind of procrastinated of like for a few weeks, to be honest, like when I first decided to uh, started this, uh, this podcast I procrastinated for like a few weeks uh, before I kind of decided one morning like that's it I have to follow my own advice you know and um, so I sat down and I listed all the tasks I had to do to launch the podcast just like I tried to be as thorough and detailed as possible of course like afterwards some other tasks were added but you know the, the important is to get like the bulk of the tasks that will be needed and um like seriously I it was incredible like after having completed that list it just kind of shifted the way I saw this project you know it, it went from oh my gosh like this undefined big project to oh yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, going on a hike, you have to take many steps to get to the top, you know, and that's it. So with all the tasks listed, it wasn't, it, this project wasn't hard anymore, or wasn't like impossible or complicated as I thought it'd be, because I knew ex like that were, I was able to complete every single uh, one of the tasks needed, which mean like, which meant that I was capable of accomplishing this project. So if this is something that happens to you, I really, really suggest just sit down, write down all the tasks and you'll see just this will already feel much, much better. Okay, sorry guys, I just realized this episode is lasting way more than I intended it to last. Um, so here I'm just going to give you the last few uh, tips that I have for procrastination kind of in general, no matter its cause, and then it'll be over. <laughs> Sorry for if it's too long. Um, so uh, I, of course, the easiest way to um, overcome procrastination is not to do the task you have to do. Okay, so if you're procrastinating on a task for a bit, then you realize maybe it's not like an important task or it's not useful or, you know, just cancel it. Just don't do it. Um, of course, like, as I said, the cancellation shouldn't lead to consequences. Okay. But for example, um, if you are in a really stressful period and you have so many things to do and you've been like putting off cleaning your house for a few days, I mean, just cancel this task. You know, uh, if it can wait a few more days, it's not a problem. Uh, don't don't do it you know sometimes we just kind of force ourselves to do something because we ha we think we have to clean the house every week yeah it's better nobody wants to live in a filthy house and everything but I mean if you're drowning in other tasks and in your you have a really big workload just you know don't don't clean your house this week it's not a big deal you know like some tasks we kind of force ourselves to do them even if they're not like truly essential at the moment, then just cancel them. It's not a big deal. You you, you can get it done later, okay? Um, but I understand that sometimes it's not always possible <laughs> to cancel the tasks we don't want to do. Uh, so maybe try to see if you can delegate such tasks. 
Um, but here, if you choose this option, just make sure you assign the task to the relevant and competent person because I've, it's really frustrating to be delegated a task that isn't something we should be doing or that we know hard, how to do or something. So don't just like burden somebody else with a task you don't want to do <laughs> uh, unless like the person can do it and should do it. You know, for example, if you have like children or uh, your partner and you have a, like you've you're overwhelmed with work and everything, well, maybe they can clean the house. You know, you're you don't have to do it yourself or alone. You know, um, maybe you can divide it with uh, with them or just like delegate it all together. And for this week, you you're not the one doing that. So that's also possible. Um, Yeah, so maybe delegation can be uh, something you can do if you're procrastinating on the task because somebody else could do it and, you know, you have other things, more important things to focus on. Um, another option <laughs> to, is to delay the fulfillment of the task. I know, it's quite ironic to procrastinate on the procrastination of a task. No, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of weird that I'm telling you that but sometimes we just need time to complete a task you know as i said in the um, in the advantages of procrastination sometimes you just need time to complete a task more time than what you had planned you know maybe um if it's something you have to create or for which you need inspiration then uh, just let it sit for a few days and as I said before just let your subconscious do its job you know you'll probably have the epiphany you need um, within a few days because you'll have let uh, the idea kind of just sit in and and grow you know into something better probably <laughs> um, also you know the same goes for motivation energy will Um, at times, you simply need to get back to it a bit later to get your groove on, okay? I'm not saying you should procrastinate every single time you're procrastinating on a task, <laughs> you know, like just like prolong the procrastination. That's not what I'm saying. But if you genuinely th don't feel like doing the task, maybe just like giving it some time is the best option after all, okay? So as I mentioned, don't like take it as a permission to procrastinate forever, but sometimes it can be good. Um, also, procrastination creeps in more easily when there's a lack of organization. <laughs> of course, I, when I had to talk about organization, you guys. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you know exactly what you have to do and when you have to do it, it's less difficult to resist the temptation to postpone your tasks. Okay, so um, try to plan your week and your days ahead. This will help you have like a concrete plan of action and it'll be harder to just postpone everything because you know that if you postpone all the things then everything else gets like gets delayed and just kind of become, becomes a big mess. So uh, what I like to do, for example, is to list down all the tasks I have to do for that week and schedule them uh, throughout the week, like on Sunday. Sunday afternoon, for example, uh, afternoon or evening, you know, I just sit, sit down and list everything uh, I have to do for the week. But um, a suggestion I have for you is to uh, plan them smartly, okay? So if you've read um, my article on chronotypes, um, you know that there are some um, 
some moments in the day that are better for certain types of tasks based on your chronotype. And I mean, if you haven't read it, uh, if you haven't read this article, I suggest you go and read it <laughs> because it will help you really uh, boost your productivity just like by following what's naturally um, good for you to do at certain times. Um, also, another thing you should take into consideration is not to overload your days when you plan um, your week because, you know, if you plan too much, you'll for, for sure end up postponing things and feeling guilty and, like, just create more over like more overwhelm okay so don't uh, plan too much uh, try to set a maximum of three priorities for every day and like maximum three if it's one it's good as well you know some tasks are much harder and much more complicated than others so even if you get just one done during one day it's perfect um, and also plan some buffer periods in your week you know like I, for example, I really like to take to keep Friday afternoon as a buffer for all, any task that I haven't had time to finish. Also, like maybe an hour every day, you know, maybe you think you'll need only two hours to write a report, uh, like your report, sorry, um, but then you end up needing more, you know, maybe three or four, four hours. So try not to overbook all your days. Try to leave some space for uh, unexpected things and also if it takes longer for you to complete a task and finally the last tip for this episode whew, we've almost made it <laughs> it's to the last tip is to limit distractions as much as possible you know when you don't feel like doing something you're more prone to be distracted it's just normal um, so it'll be easier to focus on the task uh, and get things done if you're not constantly distracted I also wrote an article about that I'll also link it um, in the episode transcript, but basically turn off your notifications. If you can put away your phone, that's even better. You won't get distracted at all. <laughs> uh, maybe if you work at somewhere where there's a lot of background noise, put on some headphones, uh, try to maybe work in a room where you can close your door and be just by yourself. Um, yeah, you know, just limit distractions. It will really help all. Another tip, close unnecessary tabs on your computer because this is also really distracting. <laughs> At least it is for me. So, you know, just cut off all distractions, get to like get to work and focus on the task and you'll see it'll be much easier to stop procrastinating, procrastinating this way. Okay, guys, so that's it for me. Uh, you have like more than 10 tips to uh, stop procrastinating. So stop procrastinating. I'm also telling myself that. <laughs> um, I really hope um, the content of this podcast will help you overcome your procrastination or at least that you'll make good use of its advantages, you know, uh, that you'll use it kind of productively, if we can say that. And um, yeah, I wish you a procrastination-free week. And I wish you all the best, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening until the end. You can go to zenlyorganized.com to find the episode's notes and all the mentioned resources. That's it for me today. I wish you a Zenly Organized week, and I'll see you for the next episode.